0: Welcome to All Business No Bull. Our special guest today is a man who has worn many hats, but he's best known as being the founder and owner, CEO of True Leaf Cigars in Norfolk, Virginia, the wonderfully talented Leroy Woodruff. How's it going, man? You doing all right?
1: Very good. Very good down here in Virginia.
0: Yeah, long time no see. I miss you. I miss the lounge. I miss the, the energy there.
1: We miss you, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, I can see. I can see my wall behind you. Bef- uh, before we really get into the questions, I have to ask you the most important questions. What is it you're smoking today?
1: Today I'm smoking a true leaf, can- uh, a true leaf Connecticut cigar. This is my house stick. Notice it doesn't have a band on it. We uh-huh. got these after you left, and uh, it's a great morning stick. It's my morning stick with the cough.
0: Oh, my God. You said a true leaf cigar? Are you branding your own cigars now?
1: We're about to start the branding. We haven't actually put any bands on them yet because we're yeah. still in the, in the beginning stages. But, yes, we'll be branding our own cigar very, very soon.
0: Now, I know there's a Don Carlos cigar out there, but I'm wondering if you, you might be able to help me in the future brand my own.
1: I'd love to be the one who helps you get that started.
0: Yeah, maybe we can have a little bit of... Uh, Symbiotic relationship here.
1: That would be great with me.
0: Yeah, you see, we haven't even gotten to the real questions yet. We're already talking business. Isn't that nice? <laughs> now, you know what? Uh, one of the things I always tell people when I talk with them is I believe that there are millions of Americans who truly want to be successful. They just don't know how. So, what do they do? They turn to social media and other sources. And they they follow people who oftentimes charge them exorbitant more exorbitant amounts of money, who don't really tell them how. And that's really the purpose of of our discussion is how. So tell me, you have a lovely cigar lounge there. Why did you do it?
1: Well, uh, I, in my area, in my town, there was a need for a different type of cigar lounge. I didn't want to be the mom and pop or the the old time looks like a library type uh, cigar lounge. Uh So what we did is I came in, I brought some life to it. I wanted to bring out some youthfulness to uh, the cigar industry. And I just wanted to be a little bit different from those other cigar lounges here in my area.
0: Now, you could have chosen another business, I suppose. But... I suppose that you've always, you've, or at least for a long time, you've been an aficionado, a, a uh, someone who enjoys cigars.
1: Yes, sir. I definitely enjoy my cigar, and and what uh, I like to bring to it, I like to bring something, a different aspect to a cigar. A lot of times, you go into a cigar lounge, they have a huge humidor, and yes, and they're worried about the sale of the cigar. With my lounge, I like to worry about the smoking. I want you to sit back. I want you to enjoy. I want you to relax. I play soft music in here um, so that you can relax and enjoy your cigar. And that's the part of the culture that I like the most.
0: So you definitely have passion in, in terms of what you're doing.
1: Yes, sir. Definitely. I mean, you've got to have a passion for it. You've got to love it. I breathe it every day. You know, first thing when I wake up, I want to make sure my lounge has everything it needs to go on for the day. So that, that's definitely something you have to have.
0: Now, you really do have a lovely cigar lounge there. I wish I were there with you right now. How did you choose the location?
1: Well, it- The location I actually wanted was next door to this location. I was gonna use an uh, old bank building because it has that little drive-through awning that way I could Mm -hmm. have an immediate outside area. Well, then uh, I noticed that the building I wanted wasn't there. So I just found another building in the area that I wanted to be. I'm close to the Navy base here in Norfolk, Virginia. I'm also close to the Longshoremen corner out here in Norfolk, Virginia as well. Those yes. are two of my biggest supporters as far as purchasing and buying cigars and enjoying the lounge.
0: Yes, I remember what the location used to be.
1: It was a 7-Eleven. I get a, many people come in and say, you took a 7-Eleven and created this. And I, I have to tell them, yeah, I mean, it's it's all in your vision.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the elements of how will, will involve the next question is that I'm sure it took you some time and some money to build it out the way you wanted to, how long how long did that take?
1: Well, I actually got the uh, I found the building in September. By the time mm. I worked out with the landlord, uh, Mr. Sean Callaway, by yes. the time I worked out the deal with him, it was December when I signed the lease. So I actually got the keys and came in here with my contractor on December the first, and we worked diligently through the wintertime, of course. Um, and I was ready to open up March 18th, 2021, uh, 2022.
0: That's great. We all hear stories of scrupulous contractors, but it sounds like you pretty went, pretty much were on schedule.
1: Well, you have to be on top of them. Um, actually, I was a little bit behind schedule. We oh. really should have been able to open the first of March, but... You know, sometimes the shipping delay because of the pandemic, we weren't able to get things as quickly as uh, we had hoped for or as many things that we needed. Uh, But my contractor was very good, very good. Uh, Paradise Builders actually came in and he helped me with my vision. I knew what I wanted, but sometimes you don't know what it takes to make that happen. When you get a good contractor, he'll help you create that vision.
0: As you were just speaking, several light bulbs went off above my fo- uh, above my head. Uh, one of them you mentioned the pandemic. The other one you mentioned uh, time schedules and and uh, uh, with a contractor. Now, uh, has has COVID affected your business a lot?
1: Not at this point. I came in in twenty twenty two. COVID was actually twenty and twenty one. Yes. So by me coming in at the end. People were just starting to come back outside, and I feel like I I opened up at almost a, a perfect moment, if there is one, because people were starting to come back outside. They were starting to come and want to enjoy fellowship and socialize again.
0: That's wonderful. Otherwise, do you think COVID would have impacted you significantly?
1: I definitely think it would have uh impacted my lounge now yes. i possibly still would have been able to open and sell my cigars the yes. retail side of it but my my passion is this lounge
0: yes yes and then back to the other light bulb that went up uh, on above my head was that uh, we were talking about contractor and scheduling in order to do all of that i'm sure that you had to put together a budget and if we can't always see into the crystal ball real well, a business plan is really nothing more than a guess. What did that work out pretty much according to what you what you uh, what you budgeted for?
1: I did come very close to meeting my actual budget. There were yes. some additional things that uh that that took me over my actual budget uh, initially, but those were things that you had to have, things that you needed. Um, to make this thing work out the way you wanted it to, um, the budgeting was is it, it, crucial it's crucial that you absolutely to to stay within that budget yes uh-huh.
0: now how did you finance this all? Did you go to a bank? did you look for investors, family, your own savings?
1: I definitely went through everything i I started out with looking for investors then. Um, I went to friends and family to see if there was anyone that was willing to come in with me on this. I did have a couple of friends that would uh, that were very encouraging, and they did put up some money, a little bit, you know, five thousand here, seven thousand there. Yeah. They did put up a little money to help me get this thing actually the ball rolling and get it started. So I do have uh, a couple of silent investors.
0: All right. So it sounds, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you basically did a combination of it, of uh, financing through debt and f- also debt and equity. So you have a few people in your circle that do have some equity. It's a very small amount. That's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sell your business before you get the business rolling. So, I
0: agree 100%, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. So at this moment, um, most of them have already been paid back. Uh, the money that they've given me, I've given. I've been able to give their money back. A lot of times uh, what I did was I used their money initially. Then when I did use go into debt a little bit, I did go into a little bit of debt using credit cards, as well as I even borrowed a few dollars from my 401k. Being that I'm going to use this place as my retirement, I looked at it and said, if I use a little bit of my retirement money
0: to yes. make
1: money, for myself, when I'm older, I just thought it would still be a, a a its own its own play. It thought it would work out. So, it seems like it's working pretty well.
0: You so you seem to be very business savvy. Did you go to Did you study business in school? Or were you an were you entrepreneurial as a kid?
1: I was more into marketing. Um, I can market anything. I'm a great marketer. I have a idea for just about anything. And that's where it came up. Um, I have had a small business before. I used to detail vehicles Um, for my job. I have always had a full-time job. I created a word, well, I didn't create the word. I was given a word by a young lady be, uh, named LaWanda Carter as a corporate preneur. Okay. A corporatepreneur is a person that you work a full time forty hour job for another corporation, yes. but in your other hours of the day, you are working for something that makes your own money, working for yourself.
0: No, I know you also work with Dominion Energy as a financial investigator. You yes. you own and operate the Cigar Lounge, and you're not just a uh, an absentee owner either, because I've seen you there a lot. And I also know that you're a dad, which also means that you're probably also a husband. How do you juggle all that, for goodness sake?
1: Well, you got to have some understanding people in your life. You, you definitely have to have uh, persons that understand that the business is what it has to be. Initially, I'm going to get to those days where I'll be able to relax and be at home and the money will be the, the lounge will be making money for me. But initially starting out, you have to work. You're going to have to be here. You have to know how things are going, how things are working, and especially with the fine-tuning. Once you get everything fine-tuned, of course, it will run a lot smoother. But there's some hills to climb before you can actually get there.
0: No, I'm not here to to advocate religion, but it sounds, it sounds as though that you may have dipped into a little bit of faith as well, too.
1: Oh, definitely. This is 100% a leap of faith. Uh, yes. This is, this this was a leap of faith when I went to my friends and my family and I explained that this is what I was gonna do. And then I'm telling my friends and family, well, I'm gonna try to finance this myself yes. without going to the bank to get a big loan and trying to get a big loan and borrow someone else's money when, uh, I looked at it and I told them what I was gonna do. I did have a very understanding family.
0: Now, you obviously had a vision when you started True Relief. What you see in front of you now, does that pretty much match the vision?
1: Yes, it definitely matches the vision. I mean, of course I always want bigger, I always want better. Uh, Very soon we're working on the outside patio um, yes. I'm working on building out a small kitchen in the building. Oh, so wow. I okay. Serve food as well. Um, serving food, of course, you know, smoking cigars. Uh, sometimes you got to eat before you smoke that strong cigar, uh, so it'll give you a little tummy ache. So, you, being able to serve food is going to be a blessing. And then once we get this outside area set up and going, that's just going to add to the number of people that I can bring into the space to enjoy a good time here, truly.
0: You know, truly, the, the lounge is already very beautiful, but I'm already picturing your outdoor setup, maybe with some heat lamps as well, too. Yes. It, it's going to really be beautiful. But, and let me ask you this. Is there room for, let's say, uh, evenings where people can bring their own wine? I'm assuming you don't have a liquor license.
1: No, not at this time. It's something that I'm working on, of course. Every city and state's regulations are different. Um, yeah. When I saw this particular idea that I used to create True Leaf, I actually saw this in the city of uh, Baltimore. Yes. Um, I'm in Baltimore, we go to a cigar lounge. They had a, you know, pay and bring your own bottle in. And I'll tell you, that was the one thing that attracted me because you did not have to go and spend 15 18 20 dollars to get a glass of your favorite drink yeah you know, this is a gentleman's thing so at this moment I like that a lot about the uh, situation that I was seeing in Maryland and I was hoping I could bring something like that to Virginia.
0: all right so you're working on the liquor license and we I just use the word liquor because that's what it's known as I don't really care too much for the term but yeah because it implies hard liquor. And that's right. not what I'm trying to get across. But in the meantime, would guests be able to, with your permission, of course, bring maybe a, a bring maybe a bottle of wine to have with a fine True Leaf cigar?
1: We are working on a lot of pairings. Yes. Uh, we're working on pairings now with the different cigars and different wines. We're working on... Uh, cigars and bourbon so we are doing several tastings that uh so that we can pair these things up so that when a customer comes in and has a question we can definitely match them up with their bottle of wine with our cigar definitely
0: tastings that's a wonderful idea i had that in mind to ask you but you know what i guess you 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 snatched that from me huh
1: great minds thinking alike yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you have, down the road, you're going to have the cigars with the wine, to or, or to include cognac, of course, because we Definitely. know that certain cigars go very well with cognac. Definitely. You're going to have tastings as well, too. And I'm assuming the tastings are going to be combination of cigar and wine tastings. Definitely. And, and you mentioned the kitchen, but I know that you have concessions now.
1: Does yes, we do have a small concession section. It's not big right now, you know, just snacks, chips a couple of chocolates. Believe it or not, chocolate and cigars is going to be one of my pairings as well. When you have wine, you have chocolate, and then you have a cigar with it, it just brings out all of the elements of your cigar.
0: I remember when I was a kid going to school, I had to work part-time jobs. And one time I remember working three part-time jobs, and one of them was in a movie theater. And in the movie theater i remember very distinctly that most of the money was made on concessions believe it or not the the uh, tickets the the, to uh, the theater the uh, movie tickets as a portion of their overall profit was not really that great it was the concessions that sold the most now in in a cigar lounge it you find that most of your profit gross or net comes from cigar sales from lounge fees, from concessions, or is it kind of like a, a salad of all of the above?
1: Well, it's, it's definitely a mixture. Uh, yeah. The cigars themselves, of course, you gotta have the person's brand. So you're always expanding brands of cigars, the names of the cigars. We actually call them faces. So we are constantly getting new faces in, trying different faces of cigars. Um, to see what our customers like. You want to have what they like. The same thing we do with the concessions, the Doritos, the Lay's, the chips, whatever chips you want, I want to have them in here so that when you come here, you don't have to leave. Um, Same thing with the drinks, Sprite, Coke, diet drinks. Um, We're working on having those everything for everyone in here. But you know, it's hard to please everyone, but we do have for We do have something for everyone in this building, definitely.
0: Cigars is oftentimes stereotyped as a man's activity. Do you primarily have a male demographic, or do you also have quite a number of uh, females coming in as well, too?
1: Actually, we, we were one of the first cigar lounges in my area to have a ladies' night. Um, yes. We love to have the ladies in the lounge. Uh, one thing I've learned in business is, where the ladies are, so shall the men follow. So, <laughs> yeah. But it kind of goes twofold because we do have women that know there's gonna be men at a cigar lounge. Yes. So we women that come in for that. But we have actually seen an a, an explosion of ladies that smoke cigars, and I love it. I cater to the ladies. Uh, part of the color scheme with the walls and uh, the, the murals in the bathroom, is basically basically for the ladies. I mean yes. I don't know a lot of men that take selfies but there's some men that take selfies of course but we cater to the ladies. I mean we've got a selfie wall in the bathroom for the ladies. Yes. A wall that I'm sitting in front of of course it glows and the color changes. Yeah. Um and so it's one of those things that we we cater to the ladies knowing that the men are already going to be here they're going to love cigars whether ladies are here or not so we just now try to put those ladies in
0: when we're dealing with the ladies it's in my opinion super important that we provide an environment that they feel extra comfortable in men you know men are willing to put up with a little bit of noise a little bit of raucous maybe even a little little bit of a little bit of uncleanliness but with the ladies we talked about, <clears throat> about uh, the alcohol before. Yes. We talked about uh, providing a, a, uh, a comfortable environment. We're gonna play a little bit with words here. Okay. Uh, the cigar lounge, oftentimes to new neighbors, or if you're, if you're the new person in the neighborhood, they may be thinking in terms of the word club rather than lounge. Do you get where I'm going to on this? I how do you? How do you? How how have you branded yourself such as that? Such that they understand the difference between a lounge and a club.
1: Well, I'll tell you, a lounge, it shouldn't have loud music. This is a, a full on lounge. Normally, when I think of club, I'm thinking of loud music. I'm thinking of big speakers, boom, boom, boom. I'm thinking of you can't really talk, you can't socialize. You're hollering at your neighbor, or you gotta whisper in their ear. This lounge is a social lounge. The teams are always on. Of course, we're showing sports. We're showing the latest and the greatest of uh, things on television. But I don't even want the television to be the focal point of coming to the lounge. My lounge is about being social, having a good time, conversation. um, And that's what we do. A lot of times I have people come in, and this is their de-stress place. They come in. They sit down with their cigar. They're looking at the phone. They might be on their on the email. Of course, we have Wi-Fi for you. Um, so they come in, and I want them to relax. Uh, I want them to be able to not have music banging so loud they can't think. I want you to be able to speak to your neighbor. Um, we do a lot of social events as far as uh, community and things like that, so we'd like to have People that don't know each other. This is one of the famous things about my lounge. In my lounge, you'll have Navy chiefs, Navy captains sitting next to a locksmith. Yeah. You'll have a CEO of a company sitting next to uh, somebody that works uh, just a regular job. The lounge to me is to level the playing field. Yes, We're- there is
0: a definite leveling democracy.
1: Yeah, and that's what I love about our lounge, is no matter who you are, no matter what you do for a living, when you come into this lounge, you are a star. You you can be heard by anyone that wants to listen, and that's what we do. We want You wanna conversate, we wanna to talk to you. And that's what we basically uh, do here at Truly.
0: I remember one of many times that I visited your lounge, I had a cup of coffee that actually was surprisingly good. I never imagined that I would get a good, such a good cup of coffee in a cigar lounge. Now you also mentioned, we, we talk, touched on just a moment ago, people congregating locksmith, sitting next to CEOs. You and I, I'm sure you also like coffee. We often see in Starbucks people meeting there to conduct business. Yes. And I think, I think you see where I'm going with this I- is, is truly the type of place that people would feel comfortable meeting to conduct business?
1: I've had several people rent my lounge out for business purposes. Sometimes they'll say, listen, I'm, I'm bringing in 30 people and I'm doing a proposal. I've had uh, business meetings in here where it's just two people. I think the, the, in all honesty, I think my highest business deal to go down in this building. Right now is was about 200,000. I can't wait to have my first million dollar handshake here in this lounge. Uh, um, and that's what I'm looking forward to. I just can't wait. It's, it, that's what we do here. Like I said, we're a meeting spot. I love the meeting spot. The coffee that you had was specially blended. Yes. for this particular lounge. You can't get anywhere else. It's a company called Tasty Blends out of Norfolk, Virginia. We yes. went we sip coffee. We have three or four different coffees, but the one that I chose as my house coffee is only blended for my lounge.
0: Yes. When I, when I had the cup of coffee, I actually met the vendor. Yes. I don't, I don't remember his name. You know, as I get older, I sometimes forget where I park my car. <laughs>
1: No, it's a gentleman by the name of Chris Izzard. He he definitely creates the coffee. He loves it. I mean, when you meet someone that has a passion for doing something, I mean, he has a coffee called Sunny Disposition. In the morning time, it makes you have that good day. Um, Mm -hmm. The lounge that we have for the, the coffee that we have here in this lounge is called Enigma. Yes. So, that, that's the name of the uh, the house coffee here, truly.
0: Now, when I met you, I could tell right off the bat from your energy, from your aura, from your Ache, that you were someone that people could easily work with, could easily like, could easily do business with. And of course, you set the tone for the entire lounge. Everyone there, <clears throat> every member of your team had that same feeling. Now, I hear a lot of people in... The, in business talk about customer service but i often don't see very good customer service unless i leave the country because i travel um take me through the customer service experience from the time that someone comes to the door to to purchase of a cigar and sitting down
1: so Here in my lounge, when you first come in, of course we're welcoming you. We welcome you to leave, especially if we've never seen you before. But you used to come in all the time. We would call you by name. That's one of the things we do. We want to know who you are. We're asking your name because your name is important. So when you come in, we want to know who you are. We want to know your name. So we come in, you know, we ask your name, find out. out. Uh, We ask you, give you an opportunity to Go in the humidor. We don't like to hound you in that humidor. I, I'm, I'm very focused on that. Don't hound them in the humidor, but give them a few minutes. Let them look around, see a couple of the faces, see the names that they know, see the cigars that they like. And then we might pop in and just ask them, are there any questions? Do yeah. you have any suggestions? Is there is there something that we can do for you to help making your purchase of the cigar better? Now, that's the beginning of our customer service right there. We want to help you pick the cigar that you like. We, we're we very versatile cigars. The young ladies that do work for me, I do have a, a little crash course we give them on yeah. the cigars that we have in the humidor. So when they come in, they purchase their cigar. We They can purchase up front. Um, we have a retail section. And if they're going to leave, we... Bag up their uh, cigars, add a bravita pack in there to keep them fresh, and we let them on their way. But then, if they're gonna come in the lounge and stay, that's where we really get to do our customer service. That's where we really turn it on. If we need to cut your cigar for you, we'll do that. If we yes. need to light your cigar, we can do that as well. We have a def- definitely have an etiquette to lighten that cigar. Uh, I'll give you a quick demonstration. This cigar I've already been smoking, but it's basically yes. work the same way. We would light your cigar. We give it a little shake. That's pushing air through the cigar, getting the oils and uh really the ready to burn. Yeah, that's that's I what didn't that know was. that.
0: I yeah. have been smoking for years. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, that that's how you light your cigar. And then you're uh-huh. just toasting <laughs> it on the end. You're toasting it. Uh-huh. So as toasting, you know, you see how far my flame is back? you yes. see damn the fire. You don't have to do that. It's a torch. So you just flaming the cigar on the end. Uh Take it a few times. You see that it's lit. You give it to the customer and you never hold it by their mouthpiece. You always hold it by the foot and you hand them their cigar. Once they get their cigar, they come on in. um, And that's when we really get to do our service thing as well inside the lounge. We ask them if there's anything we can get them, whether it's coffee, tea, uh, a soda soft drink, uh, water we have crystal light we have different things for them if they want snacks we give them snacks that's one of the things that I pride my lounge on is is service when you come into my lounge all you do is sit down you don't have to get up for anything unless you need to use the restroom or you're about to leave the uh, hostesses that we have here they bring everything to your table
0: you mentioned the word etiquette You know, what uh, what I thought of immediately was this, all fine things in life, whether it be going to the opera or a Japanese tea ceremony, have a certain etiquette in the same way that a man's shoulder is attached to his arm. There's certain types of cigar etiquette that most people probably, at least first timers, aren't aware of. Such as, for example, when you go into the humidor, you you can smell the cigar, but you shouldn't touch it to your nose. It's very quick. It's very easily very easy for a prospect to become upset if we tell him no. Uh, so if I'm hearing you correctly, you also incorporate that etiquette into training your team as well.
1: We definitely do. Um, yeah. there, there's a way to do anything. I mean, no matter what it is good, bad, and indifferent, there's a way to handle the situation. We like to, instead of saying no, we give them another opportunity. And that's the word we like to use around here is, let me give you an opportunity to try this. Let me give you an opportunity to to have this. And and that's the way we do. We, we try not to say no too many times, because I understand no is a very final word. When there's other options, opportunities, and things that we can use to, get to the same impasse if we can.
0: You know, uh, I'm a combat veteran. And before I went to Afghanistan and Iraq, I would take a combat skills course in different locations. And one of the things that we trained on was room clearing. It sounds very different from topic of cigar, cigars and cigar lounge, but hear me out. And so I've noticed that in business, probably the quickest way to clear a room is to tell people you sell insurance right? Or that you that you, you belong to a multi-level marketing company. And I believe that people who do that, not necessarily selling insurance or multi-level marketing, I think that they don't truly understand the nature of their business, what it is that they're selling. In the case, let's say, for example, you and I want to get a loan for our, our home. the the, uh, the agent that we're dealing with is not really giving you a loan. He should basically be selling you a dream of your family living in a, a lovely home. Yeah. So would I be right? Because everything that you're saying makes tells me that what you're providing a true leaf is not merely bought, purchasing cigars, smoking cigars, but an experience.
1: Correct. I love the experience. When you go to my website or when you go to my Yelp reviews, when you go to my Google reviews for my lounge, they, they talk about the experience that they had here. People don't remember things that you've done one time, but they're always gonna remember the experience. They remember how was the service. They remember, just like you said, Angie coming in and speaking to them and making sure everything is good for them. We clear those ashtrays. Um, they, they remember the experience of being in the lounge. And that's what the, one of the things that I think um, is going to make my business grow and stay successful is the fact that we don't just sell cigars. We also sell the experience of smoking the cigar.
0: Your impression is obviously on your business through your personality and how things are displayed the experience, as you you said. And I think this is uh, something that can be replicated very easily. Are you thinking about maybe expanding into other locations?
1: I definitely am thinking about expanding into other locations. Um, I'm looking to do uh, a lot more with the actual business. I want to take it to the next level, of course, maybe even franchising or possibly uh, going on to, Franchising, like you said, I can yes. be in cities. That I think that would be an amazing feat for us.
0: I think you could do very well, honestly, from my experience, because I used to own franchises, and I think you could do very well franchising this. Which I yes. guess leads me to my next question before we wrap up. Yes. If uh, if let's say investors and uh, in- individuals are interested in franchising attorneys who specialize in franchising, clients, potential clients, want to get in touch with you, what would be the best way for them to reach you?
1: Well, you can always reach me here at the business. uh, 757-937-6354 is the number to the lounge. If I'm not here at the moment, leave a message with uh, one of my ladies or Victor Gonzalez, my cigar guy. I remember Victor. Yes. Yes. You leave a message with him and he can definitely help you uh, get to me. And then once you get to me, we can definitely have that conversation.
0: And do you have a a messaging service or chat or anything like that on your website?
1: Uh, There is. I don't actually have chat as of now. I do have a messaging session where you can leave a message uh, or you can write a message. uh, And I can respond to you directly. I run my own website. Once again, I'm one of those in, in the business business owners. So I'm not off somewhere in a foreign country. I'm here at the business every day, working, looking at those emails, looking at those information. So you can definitely contact me on my website, www.truleafva.com. That is trueleafvirginia.com. And do you also offer memberships too? I do have a membership. Um, We also have lockers where some people, you know, they want to leave their cigars in their locker. They don't like them at the house. Their wife doesn't like the smell of them. You don't even have to worry about that. We offer a locker, $60 a month, and you'd be able to keep your cigars here at the lounge. Whenever you come in, you unlock your locker. That's like a VIP service. You come right in and you smoke your cigars
0: that's wonderful Where do you see yourself in 10 years Leroy
1: uh hopefully with five true Leafs in five different cities
0: <laughs> God willing I hope so well thank you so very much Leroy for joining us I really do appreciate it I wish you the, I wish you the best I wish you well I wish you good fortune
1: thank you. Please don't hesitate. Whenever you're in my city, come back and see me. If you've watched this video and you want to meet me in person, please. I'm at 8011 Hampton Boulevard, Norfolk, Virginia, 23505.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Leroy Woodruff, president of True Leaf Cigars, our special guest today on All Business No Bull. I'm Don Carlos. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and send us your questions.